When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Thanks for listening and catching the show as you always do every week. Make sure if you haven't done so, make sure to subscribe. Give five stars through Apple, Amazon, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave comments. And if you ever have any suggestions on topics we should talk about on the program or any guests that you feel like we should have on the program or if you feel like you are a suitable guest for the program, for this program or for grassroots marketing, please reach out to me. Brasco, B-R-A-S-C-O at CannabisRio.com. One more time, B-R-A-S-C-O, Brasco at, at CannabisRadio.com. That's where you reach me. So we're not going to have any guests on this program today. And on the following episode, which you're running, this is right before Christmas Day. And then next week will be before New Year's Eve. What we're going to plan to do is I want to go through and give them a monologue which actually through all my other podcasts that I do outside of cannabis radio is my normal format. I normally will just talk and take various current event issues and take time to talk about it. But it's always nice to have great guests on to talk about certain things. But as we wrap the year up and we go into 2023, I want to go into a few things that still need repeating and asking ourselves as an industry, how much progress has really been made? In the business sense, yeah, there absolutely is. New markets have gone online. New York, thank you. You know, among other uh, the states that have gotten on board and now are executing. I mean, I just saw now the story about how New York, you're now seeing, according to Barons.com, previously convicted are now getting their first cannabis licenses. So the social equity aspect, from what it looks like, is actually starting to pay through. And that is something we all know that especially with some of the guests I've had on the program here, we know that that's something that the industry wants to be that part. They want to be advocates, not just for the industry itself, but for those that have been oppressed, incarcerated, or wrongly accused. So there was that process. And besides the symbolic gestures the Biden administration did give, although respectfully, yes, symbolic in nature, but that was something significant because it came from the president's office about the fact that trying to go ahead and make it where those that were federally convicted of marijuana-related crimes were going to be, th- those crimes were going to be wiped out, wiped clean. Well, I haven't really got any more follow-up to that that I've seen in the news myself. But like I said, at least we're trying to see a thing now where eventually you're going to start seeing where the social equity model 
that New York State is using right now, is that going to be something that will be used as a catalyst, as a model that will be used across to other states for those that already have existing programs and they'll eventually bring it on over? That's one of the things. So New York State already is offering its first 150 licenses for legal sale of cannabis to people and their relatives who have been convicted of offenses related to the drug, including selling. So that's, it's not a whole lot, but it's a start. The other thing now, if we move along here, is what else is D.C. doing for us? Washington, D.C., there was one thing we did get two weeks ago. I haven't had much time to go and bring it up here on the program because we haven't had a guest on to uh, discuss research. But we have had a step forward. And obviously the industry is very happy about it. Where President Biden finally he signed a first for federal cannabis reform and marijuana research bill. Taking for marijuana moment. Now the bill was cleared in the House of Representatives in July, the Senate just last month, and that the president was going to sign the bill. The law gives the U.S. Attorney General 60 days to either approve a given application or request supplemental information from the marijuana research applicant, creating a more efficient pathway for researchers who request larger quantities of cannabis because they all need this. There's so much research, if you didn't know, that is being done at the moment. And just by looking at what's going on, Los Angeles Times put out a story about that and said, okay, now you have UCLA, Harvard, MIT, three outstandingly huge institutions that are getting forward on cannabis research. And when you're getting those folks behind the scenes now coming forward, great. So that's one thing you have to look at. So here's what the story is. UCLA has been in its cannabis research initiative since for five years now. And it's all all funded, you know, within the school. No public donations. Now, even though in the story from the LA Times, they said that there were there was a records that show that cannabis companies and investors provide at least some of the financial support early on writing checks for tens of thousands of dollars in donations and assisting with fundraising events. And the story goes along here to say that the industry support, the cannabis industry support underscores potential conflicts of interest as pot goes mainstream and researchers try to assess the health and other effects of cannabis. And they go along and say that the newly legal cannabis industry has donated millions of dollars through the university research programs studying claims of the plant's medical virtues, raising questions about how independent the scientific research can be. Does it really matter where the money's coming from? If the research is valid, if it's quantifiable, if it's been tested, you have the trials. If you need to be, you know, blindfold, whatever, uh, double-blinded trials, whatever you need to do that. The thing is, if the research holds, there's always certain players out there that want to go ahead and keep the industry down, and they're afraid of the truth, okay? Big Pharma's afraid. We know that various industries, they're pumping out so much money and lobbying dollars. Why do you think that we haven't gotten the CAOA Act passed yet? There's so much more money coming in from other sources. And there's even a point right now where Big Pharma's also kind of putting in and pitching it as well for the cannabis bill to be passed in Congress as well. But that's almost like a way as a, to make sure it can't be done. Some way, Big Pharma is interfering. And who's to say who's interfering right here and saying the fact that, okay, if the research and there's money that's being donated, well, they can't donate the product. Now there's a way maybe there might be a little more possible, but what's going on here is you have all these things where if they're getting gifts, donations, 
private or public? If it was all private, what, what would it matter? The thing is, everybody wants to go and dispute and debunk whatever research is being done in London, in Tel Aviv, wherever. But man, if they are able to get that research done here in America and they come in and they explain and you can see all in front of you, it's American done research by reputable academic institutions, institutes of higher learning that are adept and have loads of resources and intelligence and knowledge based researchers that are going to follow the science. They're going to do the right in testing. They're going to get something accurate. Listen, there's a reason why in psychedelics, which, you know, Cannabis Radio, we've been delving into that in 2022. We've added several programs about that. We talked to, to the folks at Psychedelic Radio earlier this summer talking about the fact that the FDA is the easy gateway, the route to go ahead and allow things like ketamine or MDMA or whatever treatments are out there eventually that will be greenlit for use that's also there's detrimental for the folks of john hopkins that are doing research constantly on psychedelics to learn and it might not be said something about what's being done in israel or in king's college in london but i'll tell you what because of the research that's being done in psychedelics that's why there's certain treatments that are being passed if that research really got to see the light of day and congressional and lawmakers got to go and see this research, bring them to committee, have them come and testify, the researchers, show the facts. We need the leverage, not just the money. Okay, the money palming, you know, greasing palms in D.C., that's a normal thing forever. But if you show that overwhelming research, all you're going to do is just put legalization over the finish line which is what everybody wants. So the step of research is extremely important. But of course, the LA Times was going to put out and say, oh, you know, we're having this here, but oh, what about the money? Where's it coming from? You know what? You want to go follow the money trail? Like this is like some racketeering kind of thing. It's stupid. Granted, that's where I look. That's the way I read this story. Maybe I'm wrong, but you'll tell me. So John Ayers, they quote a public health professor at UC San Diego. He asks, should universities accept money from Marlboro to study the benefits of smoking or Coca-Cola to study the benefits of sugar? Both of these analogies are universally acceptable because of the self-evident potential conflicts of interest and a legacy where for-profit companies have routinely interfered with the science. But that's already putting the onus that something's wrong with cannabis. You're already trying to put it into a negative light because they always want to continue to have the narrative be negative. They wanted to show that cannabis is dangerous and destructive. Now, that's not to say that, you know, smoking cannabis, if it's not in moderation, could not be detrimental. I mean, I'm not judging that at all. But it's always the one-sided argument. The other side can never get its say. And if it's going to be suffocated with, you know, laws that will not allow more research to be done, and now we have this, with President Biden signing the bill to allow more research to be done to streamline the process of what is needed for research when it comes to the plant, those kind of things. But the universities are doing a good thing. They're doing yeoman's work, accepting the funds, embarking on research that aims to fill a significant void in scientific knowledge about the health effects of cannabis. 
And one of the biggest donations was $9 million in 2019 to MIT and Harvard. And Charles Broderick, who's an alumnus of Harvard and of both schools, he's also an investor in Canadian cannabis businesses. They're using $4.5 million to each university for the research into how cannabis affects human health. And MIT researchers will be looking whether cannabis can treat schizophrenia. Listen, why would some of these folks here that want to go and dispute where the money's coming from, why don't you think about what the research is going to do? D do we want to just let, you know, pharmaceuticals, do we want to let hospitals continue to have not what they need to treat certain ailments? Imagine if we had this right here. Look, if psychedelics is starting to become a possible treatment to remove people off of, you know, serotonin, uh, resistant, serotonin based inhibitors, SSRIs, people can get off like the Xanaxes and the Valiants of the world to go ahead and use psychedelics to cure them of depression. If that's available to them, let them have that choice. Same thing goes with cannabis. If there's a chance, we already seen more than enough, you know, evidence, thanks to Sanjay Gupta, you know, years ago, where for children, the fact that Charlotte Fiji and seeing what it did for her, what cannabis did, just the drops of oil to help with epilepsy and to know what it's done for others, that we've heard stories from here on the network. There are other things that could be treated. No, we're not seeing cures. Treatments. If it's treatments to help with a better quality of life, let the research be done and find out. Hey, at least we find out from trusted researchers, trusted scientists, trusted academics. Like, I'll trust them to go and see what they're going to find out. I think that's very important. It's the research that really matters. And that's one of the things that I think now that this bill has passed, it's one of those areas that I think we need to go and keep an eye on. So I'm going to leave it for a moment. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. We're just going through, this is Blunt Business on CannabisRia.com. Yours truly. We're just going through various stories that I thought we should talk about leading into 2023. Some of the extra stories that I never get a chance to go ahead and discuss on the program that I thought had a reason to be spoken here on these last two weeks of 2022. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to Blunt Business on CannabisRia.com. We're only doing one commercial break this week as we go ahead and we're just doing a straight monologue show today. No guests. We're going through various issues that I think are important to point out going into the new year. We talked about research before the break. Right now, we're going to talk about support. When we get to legalization, we know that state by state, there's a lot of 
people out there, you know, various states for the, for those states to go ahead and get green lit for cannabis, whether for medical or for adult use. In some cases, they need to have support on the ballot. They need to have, in some cases, a majority of voters voting yes on the amendment to bring in medical or adult use into the market. For Florida, it was you need to have two-thirds majority vote, and that's when medical cannabis came into play in 2016. And that's the, that's the benchmark, because if there is much more than 50% support across America that are approving or would approve if given the chance to vote for legal, medical, or adult use cannabis in their state or nationwide, well, we now have the Pew Research Center that is backing up our claim. They put out a story right before Thanksgiving saying that Americans overwhelmingly say marijuana should be legal for medical or recreational use. This is what we have. Now, I have to go back and look at the amount of people that were surveyed. I want to make sure what I have is the, thank you, okay. Before I get into that, I want to get the methodology from the Pew Research study before we go ahead and talk about who this was. They paneled a total of 5,098 people that responded out of 5,726 who were sampled, 89% response rate. And the data in the report is drawn from a study that was conducted between October 10th and October 16, 2022. It included oversampling of Hispanic men, non-Hispanic black men, and non-Hispanic Asian adults in order to provide more precise estimates of the opinions and experiences of smaller demographic subgroups. So they make that point across as well. In this research, it's in this study that they did, the survey, an overwhelming share of U.S. adults, 88%, 88% say either that cannabis should be legal for medical and adult use by adults, 59%, or that it should be legal for medical use, 30%. Well, that's what I'm saying. 10% overall shouldn't be legal at all. But if you had, if it was just for medical use, you get it over 85%, 88% net should be legal. And these views have been virtually unchanged since April 2021. Overwhelming support. This was also filled before the midterm elections where two states legalized the use of cannabis for recreational purposes. And now there are 19 states in the District of Columbia now have adult use available. And Pew Research explains that over the long term, there's been a steep rise in public support measured by a separate Gallup survey question asking whether the use of marijuana, marijuana should be made legal without specifying whether it should be legalized for recreational medical use. 68% of adults this year said cannabis should be, should be legal. More than two-thirds in America. Two reputable survey companies. And that's the evidence you need. If you have that kind of support, then let's put it out there. I mean, I don't know if we put it out as an amendment or do we make it where, like, I mean, I'm surprised it was never put as a constitutional amendment. But I guess it's harder to do that. But if the bill gets passed, I mean, that's the whole point. The bill should just go and get passed. Let's get it across. It's not a matter of it's not going to pass. We all know that, but we know all the factors that are also playing in constantly to stop this or to stunt the inevitable because we know that's what's happening. I've talked more than enough on this program about the amount of lobbying money being put out there. You remember last year, I talked to all the major lobbying arms of cannabis to get the word. Everyone wants to continue to be positively optimistic. Cautiously optimistic, that was the word last year, right. So we're all waiting. And by the way, when it comes to the age groups, there are age and partisan differences in America's views about cannabis. While very small shares of adults of any age are completely opposed to legalization, 
older adults are the ones that are uh, less likely to be in favor of it. Over 75 years and older are less likely to support. But still, I mean, it's also got bipartisan support. It's just a matter of time. And I want that to be a focus. These are two areas that will bridge the gap, that will get us closer to the ultimate end goal of what the industry wants is to become being able to go ahead and run nationwide, coast to coast. That's what all these companies want. That's why you're seeing all this setup, all this buildup of all these multi-state operators expanding into new markets and, you know, taking the jump when you don't have interconnecting states all the time to go and start in new markets. When you see certain companies we've talked to where, okay, you're in California, all of a sudden you're going to Michigan, you're going to Missouri, like you're spreading your market out. It's not easy to go ahead and just say, okay, we're going to go ahead and take shop over here. We have to start up a new grow over here. We can't necessarily go ahead and, you know, we can't go cross country delivering or shipping cannabis for anywhere. You're going to start new grows and set up the same kind of cultivation, same seed to sell setup to make it work. So as I go and close this episode out, these are the kind of things I always want to make sure that we'll continue to go and talk about on the program. It's these things that will be game changers so that legalization can finally happen. And I think it's just important to point those out. Thank you for listening in this week. I appreciate you listening to me on this solo episode. Have a very Merry Christmas, all of you out there. I will have a new episode next week. And then when we come back in January, like, I mean, we're not taking a week off, but this doesn't take a week off. So in January, we have guests we'll have back on once again, and we'll go back into the swing of things. But we'll have another show to go into other areas when it comes to some of the areas that, that cannabis needs to go ahead and continue to improve and work upon to continue to improve from within. That's what we're going to talk about next week. And until then, thanks for sitting in. We'll talk to you next time. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, 
Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.